Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the CLB podcast. We are so excited to be back with you again. It's Elena and Justin is here with us for another episode. And today we are excited because we are talking about something relative to what a lot of us have going on this month in the holiday season. We are talking about leading yourself through the holidays with a healthy lifestyle. So I know Justin and I have a lot of information and insight we want to share with you and we look forward to doing that. So welcome back, Justin. Yeah, thank you, Elena. So I'm going to let you start um, today. And I mean, how do you, I mean, how do you stay healthy during the holidays? I mean, I'm not talking only about diet, I'm talking mentally and physically healthy. I mean, how have you found success um, with staying healthy? Yeah, I think that it has a lot to do just with your daily routine and the habits that you build throughout the rest of you know, the, the previous months leading up to the holidays, but just really the year in general. I think that every habit plays off of itself and repetition really is what leads you into the lifestyle that you live. So if you're someone who never follows a diet, never follows an exercise plan, never follows a, something for your mental health, whether it's meditation or self-development or podcasts or reading or whatever it might be for you to kind of have that that freedom to express yourself, express your emotions, get in touch with yourself and what you're going through and feeling throughout the rest of the year. You're not going to do that during the holiday season, especially with how busy it is. You face a lot of deadlines with work, a lot of holiday events, a lot of parties, your calendar kind of gets full. So I think if you are someone who exercises that habit or discipline throughout the rest of the year, it's still easy to get thrown off around the holidays and you do have to pivot different things and do things a little bit differently because you don't want to be to a point where, you know, Oh, I can't go to this event because I have to get my two hour workout in or whatever it may be. Um, you do have to change up things a little bit, but you can really follow the guidelines that you have laid out throughout the rest of the year. I think a lot of it has to do just with sticking to your routine and the things that work. So really having one thing or one sort of diet that you can follow or one sort of not rule for yourself, but I'm going to eat healthy Monday through Friday. And then on the weekends I can splurge a little, or I'm going to get a one hour workout in every single day of the week. And I'm going to meditate for 20 minutes a day, or I'm going to, you know, write in my journal or whatever it may be that you do for your mental health. If you can pick one thing from each just different part of your holistic health and stick with that throughout the holiday season. I think that's a really big way you can stay on track because like I said before, the holidays are such a busy time and we shared in a previous episode, it's not only about 
your time being busy and having to be a lot of different places, but also sometimes being around family or certain friends or certain groups of people or more time around the people from the office, sometimes that can lead to stress too. And if you are pulling, you know, later nights at work to meet a deadline or whatever it might be, that can lead to increased stress, which can then lead to you being tired, being exhausted, not getting that workout in, and then it kind of snowballs. But if you can really commit to one small thing that you keep up with throughout the holiday season, that's a really good way to help you not wake up in January and be like, oh my gosh, what happened to me this past couple of months? Like I feel horrible. I'm not sleeping good. I'm not thinking clearly. My clothes don't fit right. But really, if you can have those that discipline for yourself throughout those months of the holiday season, you really will wake up in the new year and not have to start over, not have to do a crazy quick fix diet, whatever it might be, a detox or whatever. You will feel accomplished. You got to enjoy the season, um, but you also stayed true to your goals. Yeah, I think, um, I think you're 100% right, Elena. I think if you, if you don't build the habits and it doesn't become a lifestyle, there's no way you're going to get through the holidays. Um, and I mean, I was 30 years old before I started figuring out how to regulate everything during the year to get through the holidays because holidays are just stressful for me in general. And anyone who's listened to episode 12 can under, can probably understand why family holidays when I was younger were stressful. Um, but it's, um, and so thus holidays are stressful for me and I probably make them more stressful than they need to be yet. I enjoy them more and I try to give more, but I think what I learned by when I was around 30 and, and through guidance and, and help and asking people and, and doing whatever, because I just couldn't handle life anymore is that if you live life or life anymore in the way that I was leading it is that <clears throat> life is about forming habits. So those habits create, boundaries and structure in your life and that structure creates the freedom for you to have independence and so independence is actually gained in peace of mind and peace of mind is gained by regulating the way you process stress okay and so processing stress has everything to do with habits and it has to do with anchors and anchors are those habits okay and so if I anchor myself daily to certain habits, whether I'm creating mental toughness or, or I'm becoming more educated or whatever it is, if I became, really become repetitious in my habits, the way that I eat, the food that I eat, um, the exercise that I do, even if I'm varying the exercise, but I'm, I'm creating a habit of doing this activity daily. And even though I vary that activity I mean, I vary the items within that activity. I'm still doing that activity every day, whether it's exercise and that includes walking, running, lifting, kayaking, snowboarding, skiing, whatever. I'm doing something within that. And so if I'm going on vacation, I'm skiing. I don't need to go exercise more. Like I should go ski and be a skier and not, you know, and if I'm skipping exercise, maybe I shouldn't be drinking first thing in the morning on the slopes. Maybe I should wait until later. But it's things like that. You've just got to regulate yourself in a way that you do all year round that you can go through the holidays and have the confidence to stick to it. I mean, it's like second nature now, even though the holidays are still un unduly stressful for me. And like from the age of probably six to 22, my family would, my 
parents, my sister and I would escape for the holidays to go to like Myrtle Beach or Orlando. Um, cause my parents had a motorhome drive around the horse trailer. So we'd go to like the beach in the motorhome in South Carolina, Myrtle Beach or Orlando to all the parks and all that. So, you know, which helped with my stress level, but my childhood still exists. And then my marriage, the holidays were very stressful, went right into that situation. And so I didn't figure things out until I was 30. And then once I figured it out, it definitely didn't mesh well with the situation I was in. And that was a harder decision. But I do have to tell you guys, if you're in stressful situations, if the holidays are at all stressful, like it's just about forming the habits now. And there's no time to start, but now, and you don't need to take it on. You don't need to run to Andy's 75 hard for sellers and do all 75 act, all five activities in 75 days. The first time, if you can't jump into it, I recommend jumping into it, but if you can't like start drinking water one gallon a day and then start walking once a day to get to twice a day outdoors and work your way towards it, but make progress so that you say, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to start it, but don't never start it. You know, that's our whatever that was a double negative but started at some point and the holidays are particularly tough because how do you eat healthily how do you choose your way through when you're not cooking or someone else isn't it, it isn't the food um and again i learned this the, the hard way also it's about staying away from the things that are not on your lifestyle or, or part of your diet or may cause you allergies it's about doubling down. If you're going to eat and you're going to eat a lot, just double down on the things that you can eat. I eat more turkey. I put more gravy on it. Um, you know, I do things like that. I make sure there's vegetables. I get extra helpings. But I do that anyway. I go to a restaurant. I don't eat the French fries. I bring in vegetables or a salad. I, you know, if I'm out, you know, I, I order my hamburger without a bun, you know, most of the time. Sometimes I eat a bun if I need to get my carbs up and I'm working out. But generally, I don't eat bread. Um, but I monitor it, so I'm a little different. But if I'm not eating bread all year round, I'm not going to eat bread during Thanksgiving, right? So I don't eat I don't eat potatoes. So I don't eat uh, I don't eat white potatoes because I'm allergic. So I don't eat mashed white potatoes during Thanksgiving. It's just that simple. And I didn't do it because it's conscious anymore. Like that's the part. Like I started when I was around 30, and now it's just a decision. I don't drink alcohol. I don't have the pressure. I don't feel left out because everyone else is like, there's a lot of things in there that over time that I built that become second nature that I don't do it. And I do it a lot out of, because I don't want to lose a day. Number one of productivity. And number two, I've learned that while everyone else is relaxing, that's where you gain advantage. And that's where you, you gain another day because time is our most valuable resource. So I'm not saying don't enjoy time with my family and do whatever. I just do it differently now. I, I try to drive value out of it. And this year, like my, our Thanksgiving got totally blown up. Like everyone canceled family issues. Deborah's dad fell, broke his ribs, cut his arm open no Thanksgiving at her house. So we cooked it all, packed it all, took it to their house, you know, figured it out, reheated it, did whatever and did it as a family. And we just figured it out. Um, and also, you know, we got, I got stepkids going in different directions and Deborah's got family members and their kids are going in different directions. And my family's not here. And, you know, the past is the past for both Deborah and I in terms of the holidays being tough. And so it's just the way it is. Um, so when it came to it, 
11 years later after doing this, like I can confidently say that even as hard as it is still, and it still is emotionally for me. Um, I find that if I don't have a routine going into the holidays, I'm screwed for the holidays. Like it's just that simple. And I've had a few years over the last 11 years that I bumped my way through the holidays because I got off my routine as Elena talked about, but like you've got to eat healthy and you've got to exercise. And it's very important that you stick to it, especially if you want to get through the holidays. And it's not about the new diet starting January 1st. We've created this stupid thing in the human mind about the diet can start on the first of the year because it's a new year and a new start. Now, the new start is anytime you choose to have a new start, not because the calendar tells you to. And that's the leadership when it comes to this and leading through the holidays and, and being healthy is how do I make both mentally healthy decisions and physically healthy decisions in the meantime, this podcast should be one of them. Honestly, if you're listening in, you're getting value. Like you're, there's plenty of leadership skills um, that you'll gain out of this. Um, particularly because I believe that Elena and I are so well-rounded in terms of our research, our experiences, um, the hardships we've been through. Um, and in trying to help everyone. Now that doesn't mean we're not gonna bring on experts to help expose more of this and, and people who are experts in their own fields who are leaders because I think obviously Elaine and I don't know everything, but I think we have well enough of an idea to tell you and explain to you that from both of our experiences um, as people that probably struggle with weight here and there if we let ourselves and can easily get um, off track like anyone else, like any normal human, it took discipline um, and it took forming habits. And now, honestly, I don't even think about it. It's second nature. I don't generally eat buns. I don't eat French fries. I, you know, I stay away from things I don't, not comfortable with. Um, you know, I don't drink alcohol. So that's pretty easy. And I don't even think about it. You know, it's not missing out. It's just, it is what it is because I don't, I don't want the calories. I don't want the brain fog and I don't want to feel like shit. And I don't want to be in a position where I'm vulnerable, um, unnecessarily, uh, because I'm emotional. And so that's just me, but all of us can do these things. All of us can have the habits, um, in our lives. So like I was very specific about mine. I, I work out more. Um, I actually take my habits and I turn them up just a tad bit during the holidays. I'm at that point now where if I know I'm going to exercise in the holidays, I'll turn it up a little bit more just because I know I'm going to have a lot more stress to burn off. Um, I'll work out a little bit more. I'll do a little more workouts. I'll actually do a workout with Zoe and John because they're professional athletes and they're hard as shit. And so I'll actually push myself to that level and burn myself out pretty hard um, in a workout. So it gets my temperament and my emotions and my stress levels or what I would call strain um, down. Just no reason that no one's causing it. It's just life doing it to me, my past, and just looking working through it. But I don't know um, what are your thoughts, Elena. I think that what you said was just so spot on that I don't know how else you do it without creating those habits all year long, especially in food. I mean, food is something we do all the time. 
So I feel like we eat constantly and we drink constantly. Water and food are two very easy things to create habits around if we set our mind around it. And we can, you can eat really well um, on lifestyles. Like I don't miss anything and I rarely eat sugar and candy and, um, you know, like I said, I do it if my sugar levels drop or, or I need sugar or I'm working out twice a day and I need a quick uptake, but I generally, I'm choosing it and I'm using it strategically. Um, so I think that you'll find that if you do that and you want to eat pie at Thanksgiving, you already know what you can handle with the pie or when you should eat it or when you shouldn't, like if that's what you're choosing to do, but prepare yourself all year round for sure. Yeah, I think what you shared about once you do something long enough, it's really second nature. And I think for me, I started building a lot of healthy habits in college uh, when I, around when I was getting started with my own business. And even a couple of years before that, what led me into starting my own health and wellness business was I changed my habits completely. I went from someone who really only worked out, you know, around the time I was going to be in a bathing suit and only healthy around when I was trying to lose a few pounds to someone who worked out every single day and ate super, not super healthy all the time, but really just ate in balance with what my body was needing and cut out all the foods that made me feel gross. And once I did that for obviously at first, it's not it doesn't come automatically. It's hard to change things overnight. That's not how it works, but every decision you make adds up. And once I did it for long enough, you know, six months and then a year and then a year and a half, it just became who I was. It wasn't, am I going to work out today? Or do I feel like it was, I'm going to do a workout today. Even if it's something short, even if it's 20, 30 minutes, I'm going to move my body today. And it wasn't, you know, am I going to get McDonald's for dinner or am I going to whatever? It was, what's, what am I going to eat that's going to make my body feel good? And just adopting those habits day after day after day, it became second nature to me, even, you know, in a busy time of the year, even if I had to wake up at six in the morning to get on a flight, I would wake up at five and get my workout in quickly and whatever it had to, whatever I had to do to make it happen. Because like you said, once you do it long enough, it becomes second nature. So I think the holidays can be a difficult time to start a whole new routine, obviously, um, because you are around more food, you're around more events, you're around more alcohol, whatever it might be, but it's not impossible. I think that all it takes is just a decision and that's all it really ever takes and just learning some discipline. Um, and that's what everything kind of comes from is having that discipline and making a choice every day until it becomes who you are. And I think having that freedom, a lot of people don't realize you're not bound to these bad habits you have, just like you're not bound to the good habits you have. You make a commitment and a decision every single day to do what you're going to do and be who you're going to be. And at any time you can change that. And I think once people realize that, even if it's in the middle of a crazy time of the year, you can make changes. Even if it's just something as simple as I'm only going to drink alcohol. I'm going to have, you know, two drinks this weekend instead of I'm going to have a happy hour every single day of the week after work with my coworkers, whatever it might be for you. Just making little changes can adds up and that's what builds your new, you know, version of yourself. So I, I really liked when you pointed that out. And I think um, one of the things that you were talking about, Elena, <clears throat> which is so key, is that we have a choice. Like we can start choosing whenever we want. We just have to make the choice. And I think 
that choosing a healthier lifestyle, um, it's, it's about like, if I'm going to be a human in this world and I'm going to be a good human, I should want to maximize my mental and physical health. Like it, I should want to do that to maximize my time and my impact in the benefit that I have on here on the planet. Like we should want to live a long time. We should want to make as much impact as we can with our life. But even greater than that is, um, is where we, um, we start to accept responsibility that it's no one else's job, but to do it ourselves. And that it doesn't matter what our relationships are, our families or whatever, it's no one else is going to change, but us. And when we change and we become healthier mentally and we become healthier physically, listen, it becomes a, the holidays get a, even tougher a little bit because at first you start to see the unhealthiness and the mentally and physically in the other members of your family. And you may become critical. That's not what I'm saying here. This is not to become judgmental. This is more or less to, to, to let you know that you are going to feel that way, that it is going to become harder. And the unhealthy members of your family that don't follow the same thing can sometimes push back or rebel or be jealous or want the unhealthiness to rule the roost. And so, you know, it can be frustrating. It can be hard, but as long as you continue to grow and you continue to be healthy and you continue to figure out how to handle the situation, I, I do truly believe that you go through rough patches as people grow and as your family grows, if you're going to lead in your family by leading healthy mentally and physically, um, but it's tough. And then there's at points where there's a lot of strain because the family members are growing. But if you lead and you do things and, and you try to lead the right way, morally and ethically in the core values and with a healthy mental and physical mindset, um, you will see change in your family. It just takes a long time and it will seem extremely defeating at first, believe me for years. Um, even to the point where you just have to decide whether or not that you're with the right person or not, if you're trying to be healthy and they will not be healthy. For example, I'm not saying you have to do anything, but I am saying we have choices and, you know, I believe in marriage and, and loyalty and all that and all those things. And, and obviously I'm divorced, but I will tell you that you need to have someone in your life that wants growth for you and for all humans, including your children. Um, because I can't tell you how you find fulfillment and purpose otherwise. And at 41 years old, when I look around the people around me who have their own children, who have way more money than I do, who have way more family and do way more things as a family, and they still have unhappiness, it's because they lack purpose. And their purpose is to make money and they drive a lot of value that and they try to keep up with the Joneses and keep their kids up with the Joneses and everything else. And they don't promote leadership in their kids and their kids are always in trouble and their kids are always not uh, going to curfew and all that stuff. And it's like, well, like they think that you're the parent and the authoritarian figure, which you are, but you're not, they're not understanding that it's their life and that they need to lead it and you need to give them responsibilities. And if they were tired from doing chores, they probably wouldn't run away or be out late or whatever, or they were leading in sports and had a purpose. Like those are the things I'm talking about. So <clears throat> other reason I did the podcast is exactly this reason is 
we live such unhealthy lifestyles, particularly in the United States. I won't talk about other countries because I'm not a citizen in another country, but in this country right now and the way we do things um, for this conversation, I'll talk about other countries, probably in other conversations, but as a citizen here, we don't take great care of ourselves. We don't take responsibility for our health um, mentally or physically here. Um, we call them shrinks and we talk about the mind and all that. And maybe it's true. Maybe some of it was bad in the past and things like, you know, insane asylums and stuff like that, that were misused were bad. But I think in the general world and in, in what we're looking at today is it's okay to go seek help to be healthy mentally. And then on top of that, it's okay to look online and seek guidance or go talk to a, a coach or a physical trainer or dietitian and learn about your a healthier lifestyle if you can't do it yourself. <clears throat> um, I just have found that when I've turned to other people um, and I don't do the work myself, I get some progress, but I don't get real progress long-term. If I do the work on top of going to talk to people, whether it's counselors or therapists, and on top of getting advice from dietitians or what I've learned in food service partners or what I've learned from CrossFit trainers or playing soccer, you know, I can apply them to myself and get to know myself. So Elena said, I've got to know the foods that work with me. It's the same idea. You've got to start to learn what works for you and apply it to the structure instead of letting just, oh, I'm not good at walking, so I shouldn't exercise. And then your structures, oh, I have no exercise in my life because I don't like walking or running, or I don't like the gym, or I don't like to rollerblade with everyone, or I don't want to play tennis. It's not, there is still exercise within there. Not, it's not just because you don't like one thing or you didn't grow up playing sports or whatever. You can find something within exercise that works for you. I promise you. And even if you want to vary it like I do, because I get bored of things very easily, then that's what you do. So, um, and then during the holidays, like, like I really think like find your family's unhealthy mentally, physically, no one, everyone can probably throw around a football. You can figure out games, dance, music. I don't know. And maybe people get annoyed, but you know, it's worth a try. And if you're uncomfortable anyway, what's, what's, what's the wrong in being a little more uncomfortable? You know, I found that also, I always had to be a little more uncomfortable to get to where I am now, which is, I don't even think about it. And even though it's still hard, um, and I still have hard things, I generally cruise through the holidays, um, generally. And like I said, this year was a little bit harder than normal with everything going on and Thanksgiving basically being canceled last minute and emergencies and all that. But we got through it as a family and we still ate. Um, but I, like I said, I don't know how I would have gotten through particularly this holiday and this Thanksgiving, if I didn't have those core values, if I'd been drinking all morning, um, and needed to go to the hospital or, or whatever, if I had been, um, you know, not prepared with the Turkey and stuff and been ahead of schedule so we could cut it and get it all packed up to get there and be with him. You know, it's like really, and people think it's luck and it's all whatever. It's just really that I'm just so intent on my habits and the way that I live my life. It's still get up and coffee and eat breakfast, whether the kids are eating breakfast with us during the holidays or it's just Deborah and I, we're still forming those habits uh, and those times, you know, and whether or not we're in Georgia or 
Colorado, it's generally the same time, regardless of the time change. So it's 645 in Colorado, it's 845 in Georgia. And so like those things help. Like we, and I try to moderate that as much as possible, sleep at the same time. So generally in Georgia, 1130 in bed, Colorado, 930, you know, um, it just means I get up earlier one way or the other, or I, and do work earlier generally. Um, so, um, but I think that looking at trying to be healthy, um, and getting frustrated when other people are still unhealthy, even though you're growing, I think we've just got to face that that's a fact of life. Um, and that was a hard thing for me to swallow. Honestly, that was really, really hard for me to swallow is if I want to grow and I want upward mobility and it's been the hardest thing my whole life, whether it's mentally, physically, financially, whatever, I've never understood people's not wanting to grow and all of those things are be better than they are now. And so, um, when I really started focusing on it for myself and doing it, it became even more frustrating for a while. Um, but that's just me thinking that I know better than everyone else for everyone else, which is not true. And that was the other thing is I had to realize that healthy habits are nothing more than mine. They don't do anything for anyone else. And the only way you can change people's opinion of them and get other people to change the healthy habits is you got to show long-term discipline. And by long-term, I mean like three to five years of doing something. And then you'll finally create a vacuum, which other people will be sucked into. You can't push them into it. You can't pull them with a rope. They can just get sucked in and then pulled along behind you in the vacuum. So when I say pull, I don't mean with a rope. I mean in, in your wake or in your vacuum. And so you'll see it a lot of families do when kids start changing, eating healthier or whatever. I probably wouldn't CrossFit as much as I do. John and Zoe weren't professional CrossFit athletes, right? So habits are contagious over the long term. And Zoe and John have been trained to be professional CrossFit athletes for eight years of their life at this point, And they just achieved that right this year. So long-term discipline for contagiousness, if you want to lead, if you want people to be healthy mentally and physically, and you yourself want to be mentally and physically holidays, you've got to start now because it takes a long time for you to, to build it up. And I'm not even close to where I want to be. But I think it's an important topic that everyone lead through the holidays, um, which really means absolutely leading yourself and your family and setting your kids up if you have young kids so they have the skills to lead themselves to the holidays. <clears throat> Definitely. I think that everything that we shared, people can really walk away and, and use that information this season or next in the next holiday season or whenever you are able to download or listen to this episode. But we hope that you have a very happy holiday with your family and whatever habits you are creating or traditions you have already created and you are going to get to enjoy. And we are very thankful that you are a part of our traditions and the new things we are creating here on our podcast at CLB. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening in and, you know, pay for your food for thought. You know, that's what we're going to call it from now on. We're giving you the food for thought. You guys just got to pay it, pay for it spread the word, share it, write us a five-star or four-star review, whatever the highest number is on the app, depending on what app it is. Um, so give us good reviews, share the podcast, give us a subscribe and a like. 
um, share it at your work and at your businesses and at your schools. Um, you know, this is important stuff. And I think that we're going to see, um, hopefully a lot more leadership being brought up in our communities and stuff because of this podcast. So, and you can follow us too on social media at Centurion Leadership Battalion. And you can also follow Justin or myself on our personal Instagrams. Justin, I'll let you share your Instagram link here. And then you can also link them in the description for all of the listeners to easily click on and find us there. Yeah. Um, and just so everyone knows, follow us. Um, you can follow me at Justin Mazzaro. I have a lot of good leadership content on my posts in there. If you look at my posts, you can see I create a lot of additional content for leadership um, as well as business um, and entrepreneurs on my personal page at Justin Mazzaro on Instagram. You can also follow us um, at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast, the Scandology Podcast, and I Got You Girl Podcast. Um, those are all part of the better with bacon fat community. So as we're growing and trying to spread positivity and growth in the world, please, um, reach out to our other podcasts and, and maybe this one's not your cup of tea, but one of those is, um, but like I said, we're trying to build on each other and, and offer more, uh, things. If you go to scavendology, we're promoting a healthy eating lifestyle. If you go to just that food entrepreneurs, we're promoting food entrepreneurs and the growth of food entrepreneurs. And here we're trying to tie it all together by making people greater leaders, both as entrepreneurs and in their communities, um, inside and outside of food. So it started with an idea, but they've grown. And then I got you girls. Elaine is basically solutions to the world at for the 20 year olds. And I, and I, I have gotten great value out of her last three podcasts, honestly. And so everyone, please yeah. check out her sites and um, thank you for listening in pay for the food for thought. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you, Justin, again, for, for being on with us.